0: Hello, how is everybody doing? Welcome to my podcast. This is the first episode of More Christ Less Me, and I am your lovely host, Rosalie Seeley. I'm so glad you guys can join me today. We have a lot of information, and it's gonna be a very informative episode. So, as you can see, the title of today's episode is How to Be More Decisive. So, before we go ahead and jump right in, I'm gonna go ahead and say a prayer read a few Bible verses we're going to talk about the content and then we're going to close out in prayer so here we go dear heavenly father thank you so much for bringing all my listeners here God thank you for the information that you have provided to me and help me to just be a vessel use me God to minister to your people in your name I pray Alrighty, so I have a few Bible verses for us to start off with and I really like incorporating Bible verses into the topics that I'm talking about because ultimately the Bible is the, is the will of God and you know if we have verses to support what we're discussing, it makes it even better. You know we're more confident that we're walking in His will. So the first Bible verse is James 1, 6-8 and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Starting with verse six, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Verse seven, such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. And verse eight, their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Next Bible verse is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Okay, again, this is the New Living Translation. Actually, all my verses are going to be from the New Living Translation. So starting with verse 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. That was Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Next verse we have is Philippians 4, 6 through 7 don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell god what you need and thank him for all he has done then you will experience god's peace which exceeds anything we can understand his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in christ jesus last verse we have is isaiah 30 21. your own ears will hear him right behind you a voice will say this is the way you should go whether to the right or to the left all right So let's go ahead and get into the content now, now that we know our biblical verses, basically saying, you know, God is going to direct our paths. Um, He will speak to us in the ways that he speaks to us, which we know is many different ways, and basically tell us where he wants us to go. And that kind of helps with our indecisiveness, you know, especially for battling between multiple options. God makes it so easy because not only does he give you an option, but he gives you the best option. So the, the content, um, I'm going to put the website information below, but I found it from this website and I thought the content was very, very good. They actually interviewed a bunch of millionaires and billionaires, you know, <laughs> and um, they kind of just asked them what is their advice on how to be more decisive. So once again, the content, the website is going to be linked below so you can check it out for yourself and, and you know, read up on it. yourself so number one is sometimes good enough is perfect when you seek perfection you waste time so we all know that perfection is unachievable to everybody living on this planet nobody will ever be perfect nobody can be perfect so why are you seeking something that is perfect perfect doesn't exist it's a figment of all of our imaginations (laughs) you know so you, you may be tied between two options um Let's say you're looking for a husband, or you're looking for a wife, and you're just you're tied up in this image of Mr. Right, Mrs. Right, and the options that are presented to you, you know, they just don't match up with your ideal of what's in your head, of your Mr. Mrs. Perfect. It's a waste of time. Abandon all pursuits, because your perfect will never exist. And that can kind of help you make a realistic decision, right? If we know that we're not chasing after perfect sometimes good enough is actually what we need number two decide to escape the status quo when we refuse to decide that's a decision you basically want to get the data that you need and never fear betting on yourself so i decided to look up status quo because it's a word that i hear a lot but i wasn't too sure on the exact definition So from the Merriam-Webster dictionary online, the definition of the status quo is basically the current situation. So we're gonna put that in place of um, what number two is saying. So decide to escape the current situation. When we refuse to decide, that's a decision in itself. Get the data you need and never fear betting on yourself. Don't be afraid to make a change to escape your current situation. You know, if your current situation is where you were supposed to be, you have to think, would you be trying to make a change? Would you be trying to make a decision regarding your current situation? So get the data you need about the choices that are possible and never fear betting on yourself. Number three, set your long-term vision after you have a clear long-term vision all the smaller day-to-day decisions are much easier so true each decision you will make will either move you in the right direction or will be a lesson needed to move you towards your vision so i don't know if you guys have ever heard the saying that we really never lose we either win or we learn so this is basically what it's saying you know A lot of times people will will do this by making vision boards or they'll write out their goals and place it in a place where that they'll see it every day. And that's kind of what number three is saying. Once you see where you want to go, all your little decisions are going to be so much easier to make. So let's say your goal is to lose 15 pounds in six months. You're not gonna go to McDonald's if you're hungry. Yeah, McDonald's is right there, but if you have a long-term goal of losing weight, it's gonna make that decision easier. It's gonna make you, okay, if I'm if I'm stuck between McDonald's and Subway, you know, let me not be indecisive here. I know what my long-term goal is. I'm just gonna go ahead and make that right and go to Subway. And, If by chance you end up at McDonald's, because we all know, (laughs) well, I won't say it, but we all know, you know, McDonald's, they got some good items on their menu. But if you end up at McDonald's, take the last point here. Any direction, any decision that you make, whether it's in the right direction or the wrong direction, you either learn from it or you win so if you end up at mcdonald's and you got a large fry and a oreo frappe no they don't make oreo frappe oreo mcflurry you got an oreo mcflurry learn from it learn from it what was your trigger what made you turn left into mcdonald's instead of right into subway and then when you've learned from that apply it moving forward number four take your time seriously don't feel pressured to make a decision faster especially for your very important decisions, you know, you really want to weigh every little detail. You know, if you're if you're moving to a state, don't feel pressured. If you're accepting a new job, don't feel pressured. If you don't know if you want to get into a relationship with somebody, do not feel pressured. Your big decisions will affect you in the long run, so you want to take your time. Now, when I say take your time, I don't mean take forever. I mean really take your time. Look at all your 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 risk your wins everything and then make a calculated decision if you find yourself feeling pressured Just know that that is not the right thing. You know, you should never feel pressured into doing anything really and And God will never pressure you into doing anything When he tells you to do something, you know, you got to move with confidence in him, but you don't have to move in a rush because he never rushes us, he's not a god of rushing. Number five, map out how, why, and what. Decisions are made easier when you're abundantly clear on what you're trying to achieve, why you're trying to achieve it, and how you plan on achieving it. Many questions answer themselves when you ask yourself these three questions. So if you're deciding to um, start a new career, ask yourself these three questions. say you're trying to be a nurse what are you trying to achieve i'm trying to be a registered nurse working in the hospital why are you trying to achieve it i'm trying to achieve this because my purpose in life is to help others and how do you plan on achieving it i plan on achieving it by enrolling in online school hopefully not staying more than four years applying for financial aid if i need it and then earning my bachelor's degree taking the nclex and then finding a job so when you have this written down you know if questions arise you can kind of answer them by looking at how you answered the, the previous questions so if somebody's gonna say hey do you want to take a cruise and go to the bahamas for two weeks you know if you already know that your plan is to start school In two weeks, that decision is going to be abundantly clear. So write it out, map out how, why, and what. Number six, understand the root cause of your hesitation. This one was my favorite. This one I've never really took the time to think about. So you want to ask yourself two questions. Is it fear? Do I not feel prepared? Or do I not feel capable? Or is it anxiety? Now, when it comes to making decisions, I would say it's pretty normal to feel a little nervous, a little anxious. Um, So that's really not something that should hold you back from choosing that, that decision. However, if you identify it as fear, ask yourself, is it fear from not being prepared or fear from feeling like I'm not capable? Let's say you want to write a book. Um, and you're kind of hesitant and you find out it's fear. Do you not feel like you're capable of writing a book? If so, you know, take some time out, read God's word, know that you are equipped with everything you need and God has given you everything you need to do this. You can write a book, build yourself back up, look in the mirror, talk to yourself, tell yourself, I can do this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And if it's not that, if it is it that you don't feel prepared? So what's stopping you from feeling prepared? Do you feel like you haven't spent enough time? Do you feel like you need to do a little bit more research? And if so, do it. Do it. It's okay to postpone a project if you feel like you need to prepare more. And if that preparation will make your project better, by all means, do it. Do it, do it, do it. But identify, is it fear or is it anxiety? And if it's anxiety, baby girl, baby boy, open up that Bible and go ahead and read God's promises to you, okay? Because God's got you. God's got you and he will see you through. He won't only see you to it, he'll see you through it. Hey, and he'll be there after it. Amen. Number seven, abandon the pursuit of perfect. This kind of ties in with our number one point. But the points under number seven are there are no perfect plans and no perfect decisions. Avoid analysis paralysis. I love this term. I've never heard of it before, but I did a little bit more research into it. And basically it's being so overwhelmed in your indecisiveness that you don't make a decision. You're just stuck. You're worried you're constantly stressed you are so caught up in all the options that you could choose that you don't make an option you don't choose an option so my dad he gave me this little piece of advice because i struggle with indecisiveness you know a lot of people struggle with indecisiveness and it's a very common thing to struggle with especially in this society where we're presented with so much we can do so much now compared to long ago so it's very natural to, dis- to struggle with indecisiveness. So my dad, he gave me some advice. Um, he said, you know, sometimes in life, you just have to make a decision and stick to it. It may not be the best decision, but, you know, you've, you've made it. So you just have to deal with it at this point. And that, that's kind of training yourself as well to just sometimes make a decision. Now, you don't always want to do this, especially with your very important decisions. But, you know, start with the small ones. Start with the small ones. Make an educated choice. If you don't like the outcome, adapt, modify, overcome from the situation and basically learn from it. Remember, we don't lose. We win or we learn. And if you do like the outcome, even better. You know, just go for it sometimes. Number eight. Make big decisions in 5 to 10 minutes. Evaluate what the possible, best possible outcome might be. Followed by what is the worst possible outcome. Ask yourself, can I live with either outcome? If the answer is yes, move quickly, baby. If the answer is no, walk away. So I know number 8 is kind of like opposite of... a a point that I had mentioned earlier about not feeling rushed to make decisions but um, me personally I would say make decisions you know in a not in a rushed matter I wouldn't say in 5 to 10 minutes but you know you want to make your decisions without hesitating or prolonging the decision unnecessarily if you need time to think that is fine please take your time but you don't want to take forever so this this point is basically saying ask yourself what's the best possible outcome then what's the worst possible outcome and can i live with either one so let's say you want to start a youtube channel what is the best possible outcome best possible outcome is of course you gain a lot of followers you are able to quit your full-time job and youtube now becomes your main source of income and you find yourself enjoying it and just really being proud to be a full-time youtuber you're traveling you're meeting new people it's just your dream job worst possible outcome is that you're recording some videos you find that you don't have enough time so you really can't invest into it as much as you would like Um, and then the followers that you do have there you know you have some people that support and comment but it's not really what you envisioned and you just find yourself putting way more into this than you're getting out and you just decide you know this is not for me I'm just gonna you know call it quits so you've identified your best outcome and your worst outcome So then you just ask yourself, can I live with either outcome? If the answer is yes, go for it, move quickly. If the answer is no, then walk away. Number nine, break down decisions into smaller pieces. So let's say that you want to join a workout group at your gym and you're kind of unsure if you should. You've been, you know, thinking about the decision. a little while now break it down into smaller pieces so financially can you afford it if the answer is yes okay that's one aspect of it do you have the motivation to get up and go every single day okay um do you feel comfortable working out with other people transportation wise are you willing to invest the time and gas money into traveling to this gym are you willing to invest the time out of your day into going to the gym and then the consistency part do you believe that you will stay consistent enough until you get to see the results that you're looking for So ultimately taking one major decision and just breaking it down into little tiny decisions can help make that decision easier. Number 10, evaluate the best and the worst that can happen and then don't look back. Ask what's the worst that can happen and what's my desired outcome, then make a decision. So this is basically like the point we were talking about earlier with starting a YouTube channel ask if you can live with, you know, not achieving your desired outcome. And if that's a risk that you're willing to take, and you're so passionate about it, and you just want to try and you believe that, you know, you can achieve it, then definitely do it, you know, but take into account your worst possible outcome might happen and that's not that may not be anything to do with you that may not be anything to do with your resources it could just be life or it could just be that there is something else that your talents are supposed to be used for number 11 eliminate small decisions from your life remove little decisions so you can focus on big decisions this one i believe this one was from steve jobs but basically he was saying that he doesn't decide on the little decisions in his life such as what he's gonna wear or what he's having for dinner because he wants to use that mental energy to focus on the big projects so to make this more practical I personally would not say eliminate the smaller decisions, but I would say just spend less time and energy on those smaller decisions. So let's say that you're writing a book and instead of focusing on like what the drawings will be or what the font type, and size should be. Focus more on the content. Focus more on the audience that you'll be reaching and appealing to. And then maybe those smaller decisions will be a little easier to make. So that is all that I have for you guys today. I hope you guys really enjoyed this and learned a lot from it. I know I did, for sure. Um, I'm using a lot of these points in my daily life. And of course, prayer talking to God, reading the Bible, that will 100% always help. So I'm going to close with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for helping us to have just a wonderful podcast, God. I pray for all my listeners today, God, just give them the ability, the confidence to just move according to your will and help them, help me with our indecisiveness, dear God. Help us to make the right decision that best reflects you and brings glory to your name. I pray for all my listeners as they go their separate ways. God, keep them safe, protected, and strengthened. And thank you for everything that you've done, dear God. We love you. We will continue to serve you. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you, my friends, for tuning in to the first episode of More Christ Less Me. I look forward to seeing... Not seeing... I look forward to uh, chit-chatting with you guys next time, and I hope you guys have a blessed rest of your day. See you guys later. Bye.